It's the Southern Sin Pie Show, where small town Southerners explore big time Japanese entertainment, anime, manga, and everything in between. Here's your hosts, Nicholas and DJ. Hello, welcome to Southern Senpais, your two guys explore Japanese culture together. My name is Nicholas. And I'm DJ. And what are we talking about today, DJ? <laughs> We're talking about Bleach. <laughs> the second episode of, not second episode, but second part of Bleach is going to be episode 8 through, through 15. 15. Yeah, once again, we're watching the English dubbed one. We're not watching the Japanese sub. Right. Yeah. Because we're a bunch of bumpkins. Hillbillies. I'm from we, Tennessee. I'm not watching. I'm not watching this up. I'm not reading. I'm not reading, reading in that, my vocabulary. Nah, I don't know how to read now. <laughs> Nicholas, I'm, what goes on in this 8 through 15 of the manga? Of the manga. On the anime? <laughs> on the anime. <laughs> On that there anime. On that there anime. That uh, each guy. <laughs> Him and oh the Titame. Is that her name? She got Or the Hime? Or the Titame? Or the Titame. The carries. No, on on episode eight, we show I don't know if it's episode eight, but Rukia's brother dies. Yeah. Like he gets murked pretty. This pretty man bad. gets murked. I think, like we said on the like the last episode, it kind of seems like he didn't know. He forgot that he invented Quincy's, and then went back and was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> these <laughs> Quincy's about to wreck this." Yeah. So now they just proven how much stronger they are than everyone else. Especially as they steal their bonkais, they're just like wrecking these people. Hey, and then uh, what's his name? Oh, redhead with the scarf, with the high hairline like Vegeta. Renji? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He was trying to get in, and he was like, "No, don't get your bankai stolen." Yeah, because then both of us won't have a bankai. And then he was basically like, "I'm going to use myself as a guinea pig, so you find out anything you can about this person's weakness." Which is a big L, because when you think about it, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, neither of us know. How he's doing this. So what the plan is to have his steel mine and hope that you're smart enough. You only have once. <laughs> <laughs> you only have once to figure this out. So hopefully you're smart enough this one time to get it. And if not. And screwed. this is Renji. Right. It's not. It's not one. Who? Yeah, because the, the Quincy is a smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> this is not like Urahara, who's pretty smart. They're all out of luck, actually, because, yeah, the Quincy's the smart one, and if he's not there, them's the raps. Them's the breaks, you know what I'm saying? Dude, but one of the things is clear is the pacing on this is crazy. It's really fast, and I like it a lot better than old. It feels like when you, the first couple of seasons of Bleach, it was like this fast. Where things were just, there's a lot of plot happening up front. And I think that's I think it's also why people like One Piece so much. There's a lot that happens in every episode of One Piece. Yeah, I just I couldn't get into One Piece all that much. There's so many episodes, man. I I, I, I turned around and it was still on for ten. And they had like, I stopped watching it, and the next thing I know, they got six hundred more episodes. I'm like, are you serious? I got to one in One Piece. I got all the way up to the part where Nate, where the chick betrays the. The chick betrays the crew. Yeah. And goes to the dude with the shark nose. 
And then she decides, oh, just kidding. And then that's as far. I was like, I don't even remember that part. <laughs> I remember her betraying them. You know what? We're not talking about Omni. Yeah, we're, we're not talking about, about. We're talking about Bleach. But anyway, one of the biggest things that I thought was a huge plot point is we find out that, first of all, Ichigo's dad is not his dad. Yeah, like, he says he's not his dad. He says he's like, the Quincy King says, oh, I'm your dad. And it's like, what? He calls him his son lost in the darkness or something like that. His, and the thing is, he became the guy's dad after only knowing the chick for a day. Yeah, that's how much information we have. So far. So far. It sounds like some hoobla to me. I bet you he's, you know what's, you know what's really weird? So this guy, he has like this long coat and like that, like just the way he looks. If he didn't have that mustache, to be honest, the first thing I thought, I was like, oh, that looks like the Zanpakuto Ichigo sword guy. What's his name? Zangetsu? Yeah. I was like, this dude looks exactly like Zangetsu. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, bro, they look exactly the same to me. Except for exactly one has Exactly the same. Except one has a giant mustache. So, <laughs> what I think that, and especially when she said, oh, I'm your son, I'm like, is he going to reveal that he's actually like Zangetsu and that Ichigo is the son of a blade? <laughs> or Even like that. crazier than that was that he's the son of the most powerful Quincy. Yeah, his mom's a Quincy. Yeah. And he sits there and says, and Ichigo's like, man, did you lie to me this whole time? He was like, no, I didn't, actually. What you've been learning from is the thousand-year-old past self of mine. Yeah. And the person going after you is the person I am today. That's wild. That's crazy. Yeah. Like the oh my gosh. I, th- I think it's and at first I was like, "Oh, when they say, "Oh, my blood runs in you." I thought it's cuz with the ceremony he they drink his blood. Right. No. But the, he means legitimately you're all my children. And then also, what's the guy's name? The Quincy that was with them the whole time? But anyway, <laughs> we got to get better at these <laughs> names, man. I'm just like, "Oh, the guy with the glasses, the guy who But he drinks the guy's blood. Yeah, so that's why I was like, oh, th- he means like, figuratively you're my son because blood runs in through your veins. Also, like, he's being literal. Also, let's not skip over the fact that the dude betrays his whole crew. Yeah, for this guy. And it's, he's like, oh yeah, this is my successor. I'm like, what? What? Are you, is it a joke or are you being for serious? Are you being for serious? That's and crazy. And all the Quincy's are just like, this is blah, blah, blah. This is bull. This is crazy. Wait, you know what? I think I want to take back the thing I said about the, the him being the son of a blade. It's probably, it's right, like, it was, like, Zangetsu was the, was the image that he was seeing. So it's probably that, it's probably that Quincy, right? I think, is that how it is? Like, he's, that Quincy was Zangetsu the whole time? The thing was is that I forgot the dude's name. We gotta really get better. We're gonna but, we're gonna get it eventually. But anyway, the King Quincy guy. I'm gonna look at it right now. Right? The King Quincy guy, okay, he what he did was pretend to be Zangetsu. Right. I don't think he pretended. I think that was the that because he's literally his ancestor. 
So right. I don't think he was pretending. He's just like, my blood, this is just what it did like inside of you. Plus, the thing is, also, is Tetsu Zangetsu is his stepdad. That's his stuff. Yeah. Like, whenever you see him, because Urahara, because I know that name. <laughs> like, for some reason, we remember the female names more than... No, Udahara is the guy with the green and white hat. Oh, no, I'm talking about me. Oh, I don't... oh you said... <laughs> you remembered Orihime. Yeah, I remember... <laughs> so I said I remember. But Udahara said that... Remember in that episode, he was like, Listen, this is a experimental gigai. Right. And he said, The only problem with getting in this gigai to save Ichigo's mom... Is that you will no longer be a soul reaper. You're you the guy with the glasses. Yuru. Who's the master? Who's this, the master? This guy, this guy, Yuru. That Oriu? Oriu, thank you. Oriu? Thank you. And then who's the King Quincy guy? Big mustache. <laughs> <laughs> but his name's we're calling him Big so, Mustache. Big Mustache. That's yeah, his name. He's just he's just, he's just big mustache. Because he's got right. the most ridiculous facial hair. He looks like you ever play Sonic the Hedgehog? Oh, he does look like Eggman. Yeah, he has his Eggman stash going on. We got the Eggman stash. <laughs> but dude, the crazy part is that in these eight to fourteen, eight to fifteen episodes. These captains are getting murked, bro. Oh, man. They are taking major L's. And then their king is just sitting there watching it. And, and the Quincy's, the rest of the Quincy's are pissed that Oryu is there in the first place. Right. Well, they're like, oh, how is this guy the successor? And to be fair, he for a long time believed that he was the only Quincy left. And it's like, you guys, all of you must have just recently become Quincy's. There's no way there'd be this giant... He must have been... He's been a Quincy his entire life. Compared well, to you guys who have just gotten these powers within a couple of years. The thing is, remember, is that he was the last original Quincy. Right. The Quincy's that have been made now come from Big Mustache. And, okay. not only that, Big Mustache had hidden them away in, <laughs> in the Cerate. And, and that was the crazy thing, right? So the first time the Quincy's tried to take down the Soul Reapers, they came into the Cerate. But then they were like, how we basically smashed you guys so easily this time? We've been here the whole time. We've been right behind you. in The, the whole time. In the Cerate. <laughs> in the Cerate. Cerate. We've been back there in the Cerate. We've been done chilling. Get, got out there all the time. Uh, in the shadow. In the shadow of the Cerate. Yeah. In the... But, so, there's two captains that just got murked in these recent episodes. Besides Rukia's older brother, and the one is the head of the stealth force. Right? Yeah. She gets murked pretty bad. She gets... Bro, she gets... She's so annoying. I always thought that she was super annoying. She's always, oh, it's because... The cat lady, what, Yurichi? Or the only, the black girl with purple hair she's always yeah with the little poison tip yeah she's always like oh because you didn't become my girlfriend or something i don't like she was she was her teacher but she's always mad because like she left and now she just had this thorn in her side the whole time so i don't really know what her deal is i think she's supposed to come off as this like person who's like oh i'm just like a tomboy but i don't buy that i don't buy it i don't not even a little bit don't buy it and the other one is the the kid with ice powers yeah i'm not sure if his name is hirimaru or that's his zanpak toe's name that's his zanpak toe's hirimaru 
So because he has those ice wings and stuff. So the thing was is that so once his bankai got taken from him, we see that he goes to the dojo, and he's oh yeah hey captain you know what can I do for it? and he's could you please teach me sword skills? He's like what? Yeah he like he's humble enough to retrain himself, and I thought that shows a lot of character. And so what ends up happening is once he goes against that fire Quincy, he's like him and his lieutenant her. It, and the lieutenant, and she, he had. like, and she, because she has the ash powers. So they mix them together. <laughs> and ash powers. They, uh, <laughs> anime. Only anime we're digging that. Yeah, I don't get fired. At least it's not a black dude that has ash powers. That'd be racist. That would, no, it would make more sense. Black people, we always talk about people being ashy. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy's ashy, you're ashy. We have cocoa butter lotion to prevent ash. It would make sense if a black person had ash. Yeah. But it also be racist. There's a line there. It's like it's in the execution. It depends on the execution. If it came off of his skin, and then he turned like white once it came off, and he that's only has he so was. much ash. He has so much ash on his skin that he appears black, and then once it's taken off, he's white. That would have been racist. But it being in a sword, I would have gave it a pass. But so basically what happens is, and then he somehow finds out how to use his ice powers again because anime. Yeah, I think that in his, it's not only in his Bankai in which he can use ice, he can use it in. Rick. In his. Yeah. In his. What is Sekai. the other? Seekai? Yeah. So it's he was like, like a, the two are, are mixed together? Yeah. It's like his sore power is ice. Just as Bankai is like more powerful ice or does a whole bunch of other stuff. Here's the thing. I feel like it's a bit cheating. Like Renji's, when he's in his like second stage with the sword, his thing extends because this is like his sword power, right? But it seems like some people, they don't really have the any powers in their second stage. It's just that not even Ichigo does. The sword, like, he just has Gechigan Tensho. So it's like he doesn't really have some sort of element or something like that. Right. In fact, I personally, I have never really been a fan of Ichigo's Bankai because he's, everyone else gets these really cool powers. Even people who are like, oh, like my freaking sword's in the shape of an L for some reason. And this <laughs> it, man and, gets a slash. Right. And he goes, all right, I powered up and my slash is now more powerful. That's, that's not fair. That's not fair. That's not fair. Everyone else gets to be like, oh, hey, guess what? I get to have some sort of like flower petal swords or I get to be ice Some boom sakura. Like, like, I was like, dude, this is crazy. And then yeah. he just gets a... This is her name right here. It's Ring, Rangeku. Ren... Rengeku. Rengaku. Matsumatsu. Yeah. Matsu... Hey, hey, Somato. hey. Look, look what I Google searched to, to get her. What did you Google search? Heroes Wiki? Oh, big titty lady in bleach! <laughs> <laughs> it just came up. It just came. Up. I was like, "That's so." I was, but that's like her whole character. I don't it's care just what the fact that she's just got a huge chest. I don't care what anybody says. Anyone who's always, "Oh, she's a really great character because of that. that's not what you like her." Right. That's like people who he was designed for fan service. That's right. Why, that's that's why like people here. that are like that. They say. High School DXD actually has a good story. It's like, Explain it then. Tell me the story. Do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Explain to me the story from beginning to end. Let's see. Hey. 
Are you about to do this? Are you about to, you just out yourself? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the story <laughs> is. <laughs> you could have just said nothing and you would have passed. <laughs> like, like, oh, well. <laughs> Guess I'm outed. <laughs> All right. This episode of Bleach, I think episode 15 ends with them discovering a way to get their Bonkais back, which is to be revealed. To be revealed. But the crazy part is, what's the really evil guy that does the D&D research, the R&D research? Talking about the squad captain. Yeah. Dude, I love this drip that he comes out in. He comes out and just like, he had outfitted his lab and all glowing stuff. He and, all, actually, and all light to get rid of the he shadows. He sacrifices everybody in his lab. Yeah. To then, because every, at first everybody's like, oh man, I can't get into the back. What's going on here? And... Then there's, oh, wow, somebody's attacking us and something's going wrong. And the dudes... And they get transported into that like that place. Right. So he comes out and he's just like, I think you guys... Mayuri. I think your power has something to do with shadows. So I made sure I didn't have any shadows. This man comes out dripped. It looks like he's in like this gold and light. I think he really just did that to flex, man. Yeah. Because then you look at his assistant and she has like on this like bomber jacket with his hat and it's like bro you did this to flex this yeah. man was like 100 percent, and the do and the quincy that is following him yeah. or that's trying to get his cookies is <laughs> it's just like you're too dripped out i'm gonna leave i he he's you know what i'm gonna get your milk another time and he's like i'm gonna leave you're actually too studied for me you're actually too dripped out i'm gonna just bounce and they're always like and he goes what you're not even gonna try to stop me and Baru is like, no, you're free to leave. You're the bad guy. You're only here. You're here invading us. So if you feel like leaving and not invading us, that sounds awesome to me. <laughs> I think that's that. I think that whole exchange was really funny because he was like, you can leave anytime you want. And he was like, really? You're gonna let me leave? Yeah, man. You came at us. Right. So if you want to leave, then <laughs> leave. Like, no one's keeping you here. And he's, like, you don't want to attack me? He's like, Do you no. think that I'm stupid enough? To attack you when I don't know what you can really do. Oh, and so you can steal my Bonkai? Look, one of these other captains. I'm not a, an idiot. You're talking to the smart guy here. Right. And the guy was like, I think the funny part is the Quincy was like, this was all unexpected for him. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, I thought you were going to fight me so I can steal your Bonkai. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. So if you want to leave, door's right there, man. Like, he's like, hey, cool. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> He was just leaves. And the crazy part is, so one thing we definitely have to talk about is how Ichigo gets kicked out of Soul Heaven or whatever they call it. What do they call it? Well, the Royal Palace? It's the Royal Palace area. With the, three, with the five houses or something like that? Five, those are the castles. So he gets kicked out because no Zanpakuto wants to him. choose him. Because they had to go and learn back about who he truly was. And once he found out, oh, I'm a, I'm Art Quincy because my mom's a Quincy. And that, that whole, those couple of episodes of seeing his parents like get together and stuff like that, I was just like, Okay, I see this. Now, what other hidden powers are happening during this exchange, bro? You've been, we've redone this origin story, this secret origin story, like four or five times. Because now his mom's a Quincy. I feel like I would have known this. Well, like you said, Quincy was the last angle this man had to go on. Right. So this is what he went with. But the crazier part was 
is that's also why Uryu was chosen is because like when the king rose again and stole back all the Quincy powers from the Quincy's, which is why his mom died because she didn't have any powers. Right. That's that. But we can't gloss over that. We yeah. can't gloss over the fact that the reason why Ichigo's mom died and Uryu's mom died was because the king was like, yeah. So because he's genetically related to all of them, he has this ability to just steal their powers to increase his powers. That's also probably why he doesn't really care if they die or not. Because, oh, I'm just going to take my power back. Like, it's like, whatever. The crazy part is that's why she dies. Because she doesn't have her Quincy shield or whatever. Also, that's when Uryu's mom dies as well. So, I feel like he knows this. So, I feel like he's probably going to betray the king. Not only that, he's friends with the main character. But it's, I feel like I, I would enjoy it more if they didn't try to, if it was suspense and not trying to be a twist. I feel like that's what's going to happen. He's going to be like, oh, it's like, it's a twist. Me and... Ichigo are actually friends, and this was just to get close to you so I can kill you. And if that's the case, I'm like, then why did you let those people die, you jerk? Why didn't you? <laughs> why did you do something? <laughs> you son of a gun. I but I like I think that suspense is that, and this anime is just full of twists. That's all anime does: it's twist this, twist that, twist this. I would love for just once to just feel the tension between two characters that I know are going to fight eventually. Naruto did. Yeah. Like with Naruto, with Sasuke and Naruto are always fighting and always something. And it's like, oh, but they're friends. But then in Shippuden, it's like when you see them on screen, when you're even just casually talking to themselves, you're like, oh, this, this is going to go sideways. Yeah, this is different. And that's all you're waiting for. Just looking at them, waiting for it to go sideways. And it eventually does. Right. And it eventually does. But so they eventually... But here's the crazy part. We don't talk about the fact that whenever Ichigo goes back to the place that he got kicked out of, he just walks up to his Zanpakuto. It's one of the, I forget what the sword guy calls it, but basically they're blinks, and he chooses one, and it turns into a white hollow version. I, yeah. I, I gotta be honest, right? this is another part that I'm like, what? Because, so, he makes all the Zanpaktos. He's the right. creator of the Zanpakuto. This is Every single one. This is this black guy that's made all the Zanpaktos, all of them. Okay, and he goes, he basically makes them as blanks, so that way you can put in your spiritual pressure into it, and that's when it's, oh, you make it your own. Then where did Ichigo get his from? Like, I, is it because when Rukia was like, oh, I'm going to give you part of my power? Cool, you give me some of your power. Then where did I get this giant Zanpakuto that's, like, huge, that's, like, way bigger than anybody else's? Exactly. And then also, when I lost that Rukia's power, I got my own power. I just, I had another Zanbakuto. So this is his, technically, he's never had one. Yeah. And this is his actual Zanbakuto. That's what the guy tells him. He's like, oh, you've actually never had a Zanbakuto. And then they're just, I, I, you just, you just been borrowing one the from, whole time. Where is it? It wasn't at the Quincy the, guy. The Tours R Us? The Quincy guy. Remember? Because he was like, yeah. I've been using the Quincy Zanbakuto. Yeah. He did say that, didn't he? Yeah. The Quincy Zanbakuto. And because the Quincy's were using other stuff besides just air bows and arrows. Right. So it's, okay, cool. So I have a Quincy Zanpakuto. Then how come it works like a Slow Reaper Zanpakuto? And also, how come no one noticed this? Just saying. They seem to be very adept anime, at, at noticing when Quincy's are there. They're like, oh, because of your spiritual pressure or lack thereof. And you know what else that means? That means he's been killing all these people. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's not gloss over that part, okay? Because Quinties destroy souls. Their weapons destroy souls. That's a huge part of this, right? Is that, oh, weapons destroy the souls, so now there's an imbalance and the worlds might collide, right? They don't get to go to heaven, they just die, which is also really horrible, right? Yeah. So that means that's what he's been doing. How come Ichigo didn't make this imbalance? He's killed a lot of people. A lot of hollows, a lot of Iran cars have gone down because of Ichigo. And there's not any imbalance at all. And then also, remember Aizen was always like, yeah, but I planned all of this. How? Because it seemed like this Quincy guy planned all of this. Yeah. Did they plan it together? It doesn't seem like it because when the Quincy King went to go talk to Aizen was like, hey, bro, guess what? Suck a fat one. I don't feel like joining you. And I don't serve anybody. And the king was quite taken aback by this. He was like, oh, we're both evil, so I thought this would be cool. And he was like, nah. <laughs> I like to be evil on top. I like to be evil, you know, the head evil guy. Head evil in charge. And then, so they're sitting there surprised. They're like, oh, wow, you get two blades. Yeah, now he's dual wielding. I guess because one is, one. he's part hollow and part soul reaper. So now he's... The dual blade is his, the real Zangetsu. But here's the real thing. He's also full bring, isn't he? Yeah. And he's also, so he's a full bring, hollow, Quincy, soul, soul reaper. They wouldn't you have four of these things? Or does the full bring, I guess the full bring powers like melded with the other powers. Right. That's still three blades. Yeah. I don't... And we and you still... know what the worst part is? What? The worst part... I know I just went on a rant, but you know what the worst part about this is? What? The anime is still really good. <laughs> you overlook all of that. <laughs> and we didn't even talk about that head, that squad captain who was the psychopath, right? That had no powers. He was just... Yeah. A psycho. Kenpachi. Kenpachi. Yeah. He... Kenpachi Zaraki. And he fights the, the previous Kenpachi, the healer captain. Which I was like, and she turns out to be this blood badass. I was like, crazy powerful. And she was like, there can't be two Kenpachis. She was like, yeah, I was the previous Kenpachi, and you're a Kenpachi. There can't be two Kenpachis. And finally, the Kenpachi that we know, he finally gets to hear his Blade's voice after all this time. Because that's always been his thing. Oh, I've never even known how to, what my Blade's name was and nothing like that. Unlike everyone else who uses their connection with their Blade to fight. He's like, yeah, I've never needed to do that. Now, he's... And it turns out he's been limiting himself this whole time because he enjoys fighting so much. And he kills so easily, he's like, oh, I'm just about limits on myself. So I can't reach my full potential over time. And she's like, yeah, I'm the only one who can bring this out of you because I can kill you and resurrect you. Yeah. And then he's like, so now I'm going to have to kill you, but I don't want to. And this an emotional scene whenever he kills his mentor. Yeah, because it turns out she's been his mentor this whole time. We didn't know this, but she's been his mentor... And also, she's the only person that they enjoy, like, they respect each other, and he looks up to her, and she likes fighting him. And it's like this, like, odd mother-son relationship yeah. that's just based around the love of battle. Yeah, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit strange. And it also kind of seems like, I guess that's why we haven't seen her fight very much, because she's like, I can just kill everyone here. I have no interest in doing <laughs> I have no in like, where he was like, oh, I'm going to limit myself so I can keep fighting. She's like, I just quit fighting. So screw it. There's no point. I was so powerful and can kill everybody so easily. And she was like the, apparently the original leader of the squad, not the first captain guy with the firepowers. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, when they were just straight up 
when they were just savages. straight up from savages, she was like the leader, and then he became the leader. And the, the crazy part was, is I think we talked about this a little in the last episode, was squad guard captains and like titles and stuff like that, that wasn't meant to... Yeah, it didn't exist at first. That was just a thing that we said, that they said. That didn't mean anything. Basically, just, a gang showed up and murked so many people so easily. They were like, all right, you guys are in charge now. They're like, all right, cool. We're going to call ourselves squad captains. Sure, man, whatever you want, please. Right. <laughs> just, <laughs> just leave us alone. <laughs> and we protect the Cerate. All right, cool. And now we know why they protect the Cerate so fiercely. This is a gang. Right. This is gang territory. These are good people. They're evil. They and are. The best gang members got to be next to the king. The king was probably like, "Hey, I don't. Uh, yeah, sure, man, you can protect me. Yeah, sure, whatever, dude." <laughs> and then you have uh, Ichiko is getting to go to places that nobody has ever been before because the he's the castle. main. He's the main character. Renji and Rukia get to go over then too. Yeah. But they're not focusing on that. Yeah, no, they're, they're just kind of glossing over there. And at the very last part of it, the king is sitting there saying, I have to make sure that you're worthy to even see me. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I understand that. But if you could just look downwards and see how everything is just burning, that would be really great. The king would have said that, I had to worthy you to see me. Okay, what is the advantage of seeing you? Just real quick. Oh, am I going to get a power-up? I'm not. You're just going to tell me some information? Hey, man, I don't mean to be a dick, but I don't need information right now. I, I need power. I, I need power. Because your kingdom is literally on fire while you're up here doing nothing. Yeah, or are you gonna be, you're going to be a Vegeta in a second, king of nobody. And they asked him, like, hey, man, you guys are all head captains. That's way more powerful than everyone else. Why don't you come down here and help us? Oh, because we guard the king. That's y'all's job. My job would be up here. I wasn't like, bro, whatever information you got for me up there, I don't even want it. <laughs> I'm going to stay down here, bro. Don't even worry about it, bro. And he's like, I got to leave. And he was like, if you want to die fast, that's cool. If you want to die quickly. I would have been like, right, so. He said, because you guys see that you guys are no match for these people. So you guys are a match for them, but you don't feel like fighting them because you had to protect the king for some... Because you're jackasses, apparently. Because you can easily come down here and then back up to the king. Very easily. So you're just doing it. Right. And also, you can train people to be so powerful that they would be able to easily beat these people. That's where they went to Rukia and, and Ichigo and stuff like that. You know who could have used that power? The 13 guard captains. They yep. might not have died if you guys just, I don't know, helped out, like, it seems a little bit. All Ichigo has been doing is, like, walking around and eating. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's all they, he's been doing. That's why they felt so bad whenever they got there. They were like, hey, man, I feel a little guilty. We went to a hot spring, and then we were eating food, and then, yeah, that's it. But... To be fair, though, that hot spring did bring back Rukia's brother. Yeah. And he was like, damn, man, you've been here more than anybody ever. And he was like... Probably because I was dead. Probably because I was dead. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's probably it. probably... Wait a minute. They stole the Lazarus pit from Batman. Yeah. Yeah, probably. 
I love how one of them is like heaven and then one of them is hell. So the heaven one, the clear one, one cleans them and then the hell one is replaces it. I'm not going to lie. When I first saw that, I thought it was tomato sauce or something. I thought he was about to say, this is tomato sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, anime, it's possible. It could have been like, this is soul sauce. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> Let's talk about the originality of all this stuff. It's a soul phone. Yeah, it's they got a... soul phones. Oh, wow. <laughs> Soul phones, soul... And anything that happens in this anime, they now just put soul and whatever it is in front of it. And it's like, that's lazy. But they don't have any soul food. What's up with that? Because then that'd be... People would think that's racist. Look, anime has gotten away with a lot more racist stuff. I feel like giving a brother some collard greens is not going to be the end of the world. Or just... Even just a slice of cornbread. I feel like you could get away with that. <laughs> No, because in the next set, oh, you guys are racist. You guys are soul food. Do Japanese people even know what soul food is? Probably not. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Probably. I think they. I think they. I think Bleach is one of the only animes where they draw black people not in some not weird way, like regular right. human beings. I don't think. I don't think because they are. I don't, you know? I don't think he's discovered soul food. He's just. I'll say that for later. You know what I'm saying? Like the first anime I see with soul food, it will instantly become my favorite anime. <laughs> I want to see some guy with a giant sword kill some bad guy and be like, all right, now time to go get some fried chicken. And I'm like, this is my guy. This is, and then he's, and then he makes mac and cheese in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, ah, I can't. Ah, I know mac and cheese in the oven. If he brings up Kraft mac and cheese, that's when you're going to lose me. You make mac and cheese in the oven. He's going to throw some steaks on the grill. I'm like, dude, this is, this guy is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Mac and cheese and steak is uh, probably the best combo ever. I'm hungry. You're hungry? Yeah. This has been Southern Senpais. I'm Nicholas. And I'm hungry. So we'll see you later. Uh, All right. Bye. This has been Southern Senpais on Comic-Con Radio. Check out our previous episodes. You can follow the show at Southern Senpais on all major social media platforms. Y'all come back now. You hear? You hear?